wildfires in central Texas this morning, yesterday, the day before, severe drought in the middle of Texas. You know, we all recognize that water is a critical resource in life. Here in Houston, over the last few years, we have gotten into a pattern of either feast or famine, either too much rain or too little rain. We need water, and the need is clearly evident. Y'all remember the cold snap of last winter, five above zero? We went a couple of weeks with low water pressure. Many others had burst pipes. All of these made that abundantly clear, we must have water. What if, instead of depending on periodic rains, and uh, questionable plumbing. The water for life was always present and always abundant. One of the symbols of our life in Christ is living water. Natural waters come to us from outside ourselves and they are soon spent never reaching the deeper needs of our being. Oh, I love commercials where people say, oh, a better way to hydrate. However, the living water that Christ gives his followers originates from the very depths of our being, making the soul not a basin collecting water brought to it from outside itself, but rather a fountain springing up, gushing, bubbling up, and flowing forth from within us, ever fresh, ever living. A number of years ago, I was sitting with some family. One of the young members of the family was seated next to me. We were at a very large church on this west side of, of Houston. It was a Saturday night mass and they were going to do the scrutinies. Now, my family member had, I don't think, ever missed a Sunday in all of her 16 years, 17 years of life, she was confirmed. She had received all her sacraments. She had been processed. Yeah, you get my picture, don't you? I wish she had been catechized. Apparently, she got into the right line and she had been fully processed. In the middle of what this first language was Spanish, this English priest 
was trying to go through the, the, the scrutinies. And between his accent and her lack of theological training, I kind of gave her one of these and I said, you know what's going on up there? She looked at me, not a clue. She had no idea. And yet, we could have put a label on her that said, fully processed by the Catholic Church. Today, this day, we celebrate the scrutiny for the elect of our RCIA class. Scrutiny. I don't know what that word means to you. I don't use it very often. It comes from, I sound like Mario, don't I? <laughs> but this is important. Unlike Mario, this is important. Scruta. In Latin, it means rubbish, trash. Monday is trash day, Sunday night. Married gentleman, your lovely wife asks you to take out the scruta, the trash, the rubbish, the junk. Today we are inviting our RCIA candidates to take out their trash, to clean out the garage, to clean out their closet. And while you're at it, tackle the pantry too. Take out the trash. That's what this whole thing's about. Last week, this class went to the co-cathedral and celebrated the rite of election. Then they come back to us for three Sundays in preparation for the Easter vigil. They go through the process of the scrutiny. Now their path of initiation takes on a new complexion. Its focus changes from one of formation to one of purification and enlightenment. I wanted to be able to talk to you eyeball to eyeball. I didn't want anything to get in the way of that except one thing, and that is the water of baptism. Keep that connection. That water is the water for us of eternal life. To, re to go through the process of purification and enlightenment, they undergo the scrutiny rite. At our invitation, they scrutinize themselves. You know, there's some uh, Protestant churches that will go unnamed, but the Baptists, when somebody wants to join their church, they come down the aisle and then the congregation votes on them. Did you know that? 
Good, I'm glad you didn't. It means you haven't been hanging around with Baptists. Okay, they vote on them. I've never seen them before in their life, but it's symbolic. We're not voting on you. We're asking you to vote on yourselves. At our invitation, at the church's invitation, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are asking you to scrutinize yourself. The scrutiny, as we call it in the Catholic Church, is simply prayers for healing, for liberation, and forgiveness, which all of us join in offering on behalf of these folks preparing to come into the Catholic Church. These prayers deal with, this, with sin in different ways. But while the scrutiny deals with the acknowledgement of sin, their focus becomes a focus on God's love. You know, a lot of churches hang out a sign all are welcome. Come as you are. I like the ones that say, come as you are, but don't plan to stay that way, okay? We're not going to ask you to wallow in your sinfulness. We want your focus to be on God's love, on God's grace, and on God's forgiveness. The scrutiny has a twofold purpose. First, to heal all that is weak or defective or sinful in your lives. And second, to strengthen all that is in your life that is upright, strong, and good. Now I know, especially this corner over here, reads the catechism before bedtime every night. The catechism teaches us that we come to Christ as we are, but His church offers us the opportunity to not stay that way. To not stay that way. In this rite, R-I-T-E, and by the way, a rite is simply the words that are said. Sister has prepared a, a fine copy of the scrutiny for me, so I don't have to go find it in another book. The words that we say, that is a rite. A ceremony is the dance that goes with the rite. So sometimes I'm up here, sometimes I'm over there, sometimes I'm over there, sometimes I come back over here. All of that is the ceremony. The right are the words that are said. In this right, 
we ask God to assist our RCIA candidates to embrace his love. Love that gives them strength against the power of sin. And when we talk about sin, especially in baptism, we talk about sin in its three forms. The world, yeah, it's tempting. The flesh, oh my Jesus, and the devil. A lot of people in our culture don't like the whole notion of an evil one. They need to sit in an hour for an hour in the confessional with me. They would begin to understand in new ways the world, the flesh, and the devil. Our candidates have made an important choice in their lives. A choice to follow the Lord as disciples in the company of this Christian community. Now, the way the world works anymore, they may not be here forever. Jobs, family, marriages, all sorts of things move us all around. That's why we give thanks for a Catholic church. Because wherever you go, there it will be. And you can have my word that they will teach you the true faith. These final days of preparation for the Easter Vigil involve us, all of us, as a community, praying, giving them support that they need to make this commitment Today's celebration welcomes God's presence into the lives of these elect. It affirms the power of grace over sin, love over sin, forgiveness over sin. Their hearts, our hearts, are prepared for the infusion of this living water that Jesus promises us. By naming the sin in our lives and, affirm and affirmatively rejecting its power over us. If you don't like my gospel, go sit for an hour with the folks at AA. They preach the same gospel. You have to reject whatever it is that has power over you. Accept the Lord Jesus Christ. In his encounter with this Samaritan woman that we just read, Jesus tells her to go get her husband. If I'd read that whole long thing, I went with the short version. If I'd read the whole long thing, we'd still be here. The woman had been married seven times and the man that she was living with, she was not married to. So there was a bit of an issue there that she did not tell Jesus. Jesus read her heart. Jesus tells her to go get her husband. 
first Jesus confronts her with her sin. Jesus had aroused her mind and stirred her emotions, but he also had to touch her conscience. And that meant dealing with the elephant in the room, the gorilla in the living room, the sin in her life. We too. We need to clean out the garage, clean out the pantry, clean out the closet, take out the scruta, the trash. During these last few weeks of Lent, we ask our elect to ponder the significant issues in their lives. We ask them to name and to confront sin. The conversion of that same Samaritan woman and the townspeople of her village was affected by the force of Jesus' word, by the receipt of Jesus' gift to her of life-giving water. And so it is with us and with these elect to effect a similar conversion in and for these elect, the church turns to its practice of liturgical prayer to the Mass. For what is the liturgy of the Mass other than that pure, inexhaustible source of living water from which all who thirst can freely draw the gift of God's love. This life-giving water is, its, is life itself, life stemming from the Word of God as proclaimed in the Mass. Let us now, as a community, join fully in this rite and ceremony, this scrutiny, this cleaning out your closets, and join our voices with those of our candidates as we pray for God's blessing upon them this day. Amen.